Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks right here on the Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, Chris Meany. Thanks, as always, for taking the time to hang out. Breaking down Game 7 this evening between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Islanders. The winner headed to the Stanley Cup Finals against the Montreal Canadiens. It seems weird to even say still. It's crazy. We gave 34-1, to Cam Stewart, myself, and Matty Best on this show for the Habs to win the Stanley Cup. We all laughed about it. We joked. It's not going to happen. One of the most improved teams in the offseason. You know, a chance to maybe get into the playoffs in the North Division. And, man, we only took it because it was just great value, great odds. And here they are, the last team to make the playoffs, the first team to punch their ticket into the third round and into the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's been an unbelievable ride, very unexpected. 11-0 in these playoffs when they score two goals. A lot to do with Carey Price. He's won 22 straight games when his team scores three goals for him in the playoffs and 28 of his last 29 games when his team scores three goals in the playoffs. Something to keep in mind here as we move forward to the Stanley Cup Finals. But before we do, of course, we have to talk about the Islanders and the Lightning. And if you are just new to the show, well, you've missed quite a bit, but we're thankful for you checking in here today. If you can smash that like button, you have a comment, a question, a concern, anything, leave it there in the YouTube section. As always, I'll circle back before puck drop. Please subscribe to the Mayo Media Network. Lots of great content here on MMN. And, of course, lots of great prize picks content. And if you're just new to prize picks, check them out at prizepicks.com. Use the promo code, the link inside the description of this video. You'll get 100% first deposit match of up to $100. And, again, it doesn't have to be $100. You can deposit $20, $25, $50, whatever you want to do. It was a great uh, Wednesday. We hit the prize picks. We got lucky with the Kucherov under 2.5. He only played one shift. He left with a rib injury. We'll get to that in a little bit. It was just brutal. I... It actually frustrates me that there was no call and it, I don't know, fine worthy. It's just pathetic play. Uh, the refing has just been so brutal here in the playoffs, and that's just that's right up at the top of the list of just things that I uh, just have to shake my head about. Uh, so we got lucky with the Kucherov under 2.5, but Jordan Eberle we hit. That was over 2. Prospects has him at 2.5 today. I'm looking at the shot props again. I feel like a low-scoring game here between these two teams. I I said it on Wednesday. I thought that the game 5 matchup, the 8 nothing, was the outlier. Now, no I'm thinking Kucherov doesn't play here today. He's been really dominant, of course, in the playoffs, more so at home than on the road. Uh, but I'm just going to go to the shot props. I think there's an opportunity here to maybe win some cash from prize picks attacking the shot props. So Jordan Eberle at 2.5, and, and then Steven Stamkos at 2.5. So he showed up lately here. The last game he had a, a, a team high, actually a, a game high across the board in game Six. Six shot attempts, six scoring chances, three high danger chances. He led everyone in expected goals, .63. He's got nine shots in his last two games. Of course, he had the huge, the monster game five on home ice where he had a couple goals, three points, and he had, I think, five shots in, in halfway through the game, four certainly in the first period. He played 16 minutes and 36 seconds in game six. Was a series high for him as well. The most he's played since game three against the Carolina Hurricanes. So my feeling is no Kucherov. Even if Kucherov does play here, the captain's going to be leaned on a little bit. It is game seven, right? You start double shifting guys. Uh, you know, if it's a tight game here in the third period, the fourth line sits a little bit on both squads, maybe more so than Tampa than 
than New York. They seem to roll them. The identity line will get their opportunity here tonight. But Steve Stamkos over 2.5. And then Jordan Eberle over 2.5 as well. Also, I would consider the if there's one guy to consider the over for the fantasy score, it would be Stamkos at 3.4. If he gets a goal, you get it, right? You get the three for the goal, half a point for the shot. So 3.5 you would get if Stamkos found the back of the net. So consider the over there. There's others that I just stay clear of. I'm not interested. Point at 4.4. Does he score again? Like, it's possible. The guy's got, what, nine goal, goals in nine straight games. He's just been lighting the world on fire uh, for a large time now, right? It's been for a long time. I mean, I'm out of it here today, obviously. For a long time, since the start of the bubble last year, guy's well over a point per game. But staying clear of that, Stamkos over two and a half, and then Jordan Eberle over two and a half. So I mentioned we got the over on t- over two. The last time out, he had five shots. He's cleared two and a half in two straight games and seven of his past 11 contests. He had five shots on five attempts and four scoring chances. He was second on the Islanders in the shot attempts and the scoring chances. He was first. He was just behind his centerman, Barzell, who had six shot attempts. But as I mentioned, I think we'll see another low-scoring game here. So the over on the shot attempts for Eberle and Stamkos, check out prizepicks.com. And if I see anything else that I like, I will jump back here on this video and leave a, leave a comment there because some will pop up maybe. I've noticed some books are a little cautious with some of their props here today waiting on Nikita Kucherov. So if a guy like Yanni Gord jumps up on prize picks or, or Anthony Sorelli, if those guys are like one and a halfs or twos, I'm going to jump on them because as I'll talk about here on the show is that I think it's a boost for those two players if there's no Kucherov. We already saw it in game six, and Kucherov only played, I think, 34, 44 seconds. He was done right away and didn't come back. So we have a bit of a sample of what Tampa could potentially do tonight, what their lines could look like. So let's get into today, again, using the free prop shop parlay calculator over at ftmbets.com to get the best possible odds. I'm seeing the Islanders plus 150, Tampa Bay minus 169, a total at five, the under five plus 105, the over five minus 125. And as I mentioned, I believe this on Wednesday, I said I I wanted to get the adjusted total. Today, I want to do the same thing. There's been a lot of three twos. Like yesterday, I had the adjusted total with the Habs game. Habs in the under 5.5, nailed the 3-2 game. I feel like this is a 3-2 kind of feel as well, like maybe 2-1. Like this is game seven. It's going to be tight. The, both goalies are strong. I'm willing to adjust the under 5.5 at minus 165. I got a feel for the Lightning here tonight. It's game seven on home ice, defending Stanley Cup champs. You know, I just I have a lot of respect for what the Islanders are doing. I said this on Wednesday. I, I didn't count them out of game six, home ice. You know, it, it does feel like they're kind of on the same path as the Canadians. It's just, you know, they play a very similar brand of hockey. They they are hard to play against. They're they're in on the forecheck. They're they the counter that they have, like from defense to offense, it's quick. They can hit you in the mouth pretty quick. And they have defensemen, their their big forward are just like Montreal. They they kind of block out, box out, and they're hard to play against. They don't give up a whole lot. Now, Tampa does have that success from game five, something to build off on home ice, and it just, uh, they really took it to them. Of course, Kucherov is a big player here. I mean, he didn't take the warm-up skate. Everyone did but him. I, I, I'm going to think that he doesn't play. And that was a vicious cross-check from Scott Mayfield. Vicious. I can't believe there wasn't a penalty. Was it Chris Lee? Was Chris Lee the ref? I mean, that guy, he doesn't deserve a job in the NHL. He, he can't be refing anymore in the playoffs. He's been brutal now, not just in this 
playoff run. But for years, Chris Lee, it's all I ever hear about is Chris Lee. I don't even know if it was Chris Lee. I'm just, like, talking now. I think it was. I th- I'm pretty sure it was him. But the ref is sitting there staring right at it. He didn't even have the puck, and it was a, a cross-check to the ribs, and he's done. He's potentially done. I mean, if he's got fractured ribs, broken ribs, he's done now for the playoffs. The guy was the Conn Smythe favorite before two days ago. It's priced now, but point has also passed him. Of course, what point is doing is crazy. But I don't think he plays, and that that is that's a significant loss, of course, for Tampa Bay. But I still think that they can get it done. You know, with no Kucherov, it makes you feel a little bit better about the under. If you want to go with the under, you know, 5 plus 105, it's fine. But for me, I'm willing to pay the little bit more, a little bit more juice at under 5.5 minus 165. I'm going to lean with the Bolts, like I said. Uh, I think that they win this game, a, a tight one. Maybe it's a 3-2 game or a 2-1 game. I wouldn't be shocked if it goes to overtime uh, yet again. I believe we said that on this show on Wednesday, overtime. When it gets this tight, like, even that Canadians and Golden Knights series, like, it's just... When it starts to be a two out of three, you just you start seeing attention to detail, pucks out, like all those cliches, pucks off the glass, pucks in deep, you know, changes, not getting caught too long in your own zone. Just, you know, the turnovers is where the goals happen, right? That's particularly where they happen in these tight games. It's just you can pinpoint one little mistake and all of a sudden it's in the back of the net and the series is over. So Tampa and the under. But like I've been saying here all year long, there's been an opportunity just to – there's been a lot of value on some of these shot props. So I'm, I'm sitting here looking at Eberle and Stamkos, of course. There's plus money on Eberle at two and a half. Stamkos, the nine shots in the last two games. I'm, I'm feeling him after not feeling him on Monday. I came in here on Monday and said, under Stamkos, no way. This guy's been under for multiple games, and I got burned. And he's now clicking, looking like the stammer uh, that we all thought we would see. So over two and a half for him, over two and a half for Jordan Eberle. Yanni Gord, we've been riding at 1.5 over on Yanni Gord. Let me bring up the game log here on Yanni Gord just to give you, like, like make you feel a little bit better. Like, Yanni Gord, what the heck am I going to do with that guy? But uh, two shots, five shots, two, two, three, one, two, two, two. So this guy's hit in, quick math, eight of his last nine games. And he's going to get a boost in ice time. If there's no Kucherov, he just is. We'll get into the lines a little bit. He played 19 minutes. He played 19 minutes in the last game. That's by far the most he's played here in the playoffs. I mean, 15, 16, 17, 15, 15, 17, 16, three straight before 19 minutes in the final game. Of course, that went to overtime, but I believe it ended pretty quickly. Uh, so I'd like that shot prop on him. I'm going to stay away from John Gabriel Pajot. He burned me last game. Just There's no need of it. So we can go uh, brain point. Actually, I'll rank him here. Samco's two and a half, Everlay two and a half, Yanni Gord one and a half. And I do like point at two and a half. You can get him plus money in some spots. He's basically around even money. The run he's on has been, like we said, it's just been, it's been crazy. It's, it's unthinkable. Uh, I was looking at points, like to get an assist, he's plus 140. To get a point, he's minus 180. That's a little high. But Stamkos to get a point is minus 145. And Stamkos to get an assist is plus 150. I don't mind those props, like a couple long shots there. Victor Hedman to get an assist is minus 125. But to get a point is minus 160. I'd rather spend the money, the extra little bit of cash to get the, just to get that point. Like if he gets a goal and we bet an assist, just like the points. Uh, of course, the odds are not as great, but... It's all about cashing at the end of the day. Uh, so I don't think I have anything else from a prop standpoint, but I just wanted to recap of what the Islanders did in game six when Nikita Kucherov went out. So Kucherov here played 46 seconds, 46 seconds of ice time, and then that was it for him. 
Uh, and it wasn't the play where he tried to hit Barzell or whoever he tried to hit in the corner there. It was that cross-check from Scott Mayfield. I didn't get into it anymore. It actually bothers me quite a bit. Um, okay, so this is how the line shaped out um, for – just make it up words and sentences as I go here. Um, this, this is how it worked out for the Islanders' last game. They put Yanni Gord up with Stamkos and Kalorn. They put Stammer back in the middle. They had Gord there on the right wing and Kalorn there on the left side. So they played seven minutes together at five on five. Uh, the Corsi 4 is pretty decent for them. I mean, 47% is okay. Um, it was better for line one with Point, Palat, and Sorelli. So they took Sorelli off the Stamkos line, put him on the wing up front, and then Stammer in the middle. So let's just talk Kalorn line here for a second. Kalorn, Stamkos, and Gord, the seven minutes, they had eight shot attempts, nine against. They had four shots, four against. They did allow a goal at 5-on-5. Five five. They had a team-high six scoring chances and a team-high three high-danger chances. So they fared out pretty well. Uh, but Gord had played with his usual line mates for a bit. It was Barclay, Goudreau, and Blake Coleman there for 625. So this wasn't um, something that... Cooper went to right away, but it is something that I think he'll do, I believe. As good as Yanni Gord has been with Coleman and Goudreau, Gord has been really good. He's been he's been solid now. He, last year in the bubble, he was awesome. I feel like I'm talking about this guy quite a bit. His shot props are always low. He's cheap on DK. He's going to get an opportunity here. Even if he starts that game on the third line, they can juggle. Maybe they're down a goal. Maybe it's, like I said, it's tight in the third, and then they just ride um, some of their better players. So... I think Gord finds himself in a top six role here if Kucherov can't go. And then Sorelli is like the big guy too. Like his shot props at one and a half. I would maybe consider that one, but I like him today in DK regardless. But that line plot point in Sorelli, pretty good. Corsi four, 60%, nine shot attempts, four, six against. They had the three shots on goal. They had the two goals at five on five. And they had four scoring chances. So overall from the Lightning here, I mentioned Stammer. He had the, the team high six scoring chances, six shot attempts, and three high danger chances. He had the four shots. Uh, but this, a lot of the guys, you know, really had those shot attempts. I mean, Kalorn had the three. Sorelli had three. Point had five. So it's those big guys. Yanni Gord only had two. He capitalized on both of them. He had the two shots. Uh, but that's what I feel. Like, that top six, that's how I think it'll look. Point, Sorelli, Palat, Kalorn, Stamkos, Gord. That's going to be my core here as we move over to DraftKings and Showdown. I think what I said on Wednesday applies for Friday. Low scoring, both goalies. I think you can play both Vasilevsky and Varlamov, or you maybe just play one of them. I can't, can, I, I don't envision any of my lineups without a goalie. I think I got to have one. And I think to be contrarian would be Varlamov. You make him your captain. If the Islanders win tonight, let's be honest, it's probably because Varlamov played unbelievable. Maybe 30-plus saves from this guy. Big night in goal. I, I lean Veseleski. I've rotated through a couple different lineups here. My core is going to be Stamkos, Point, Gord, Sorelli with Veseleski. And you can rotate through captains. I did one where Vasilevsky was my captain. I have to go down to Clutterbuck as my Islander. I could go point as my captain, and then and then I could fit, I could fit Sezikis in as my Islander, which I'm fine with. I mean, the guy gets a lot of ice time. Uh, I think he was third on the team in shot attempts, expected goals in Game Six. That's that's the strategy that you can take, or you can go Stamkos as your MVP, and then you have. 6-1 left for an Islander. You could go Paul Mary or you can go Josh Bailey. I think you could actually get Josh Bailey in there if you went with um, 
point as your MVP. So if you go with Vasilevsky as your MVP, then you're going to have to come down and go to Clutterbuck. I don't think I'm going to ride with Vasilevsky as my MVP in too many spots. I don't see the Avengers just – I mean, they had it in game six where they pepper Vasilevsky, but it was on Long Island. And, yeah, I just don't think that they're going to come in here and have 40-plus shots on Tampa Bay. So I'm, I'm Stamkos, point. Those are my two MVPs. I know I kind of am avoiding Victor Hedman. I, you know, if you can fit him in there, that's fine. But I think having Sorelli at 4-6 is – I think it's an auto play, right? I mean, he's got points in two straight. He's got three points over that span. He's not a big volume shooter, 2-2-2-1-1-1. Two, 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 one, 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 but he's – you know, 18 minutes is the most he's played here in this series. Again, you're going to see that with a lot of uh, Tampa's top six. But 16, 15, 13, and then 18 minutes – in game six. So this is a guy that I think benefits, you know, getting alongside Braden Point is obviously a plus considering how hot that that guy is. And then getting a PC Yanni Gord here, potentially playing in the top six, getting some extra power play time as well, right? That first power play unit is going to look a little different. Could see some Sorelli on it, could see some uh, Yanni Gord on there as well. So I don't think I really have uh, anything else to say. Uh, rambled uh, long enough, but if you are playing multiple lineups, I, I as I said on Wednesday, if you're just playing one, you got to think that a lot of people are going to have Tampa heavy, so you got to get unique. You got to have to be a little bit creative. I think that would be maybe Stamkos being MVP or Sorelli being MVP or going with an Islanders lineup. And if you are going to go that way, it's as I mentioned on Wednesday, it's Barzell and Eberle. Those are the two for me. Those uh, it was such a strong game from both of those guys. Man, Barzell, when he has the puck on his stick, he just has it on his stick for a long time, and he just seems so dangerous on it when he has it. So those are the guys, and then you can mix in Bolivier and Brock Nelson. That would be my Islander core four there. And then you could get Sorelli in there if you wanted to, Varlamov as your captain. It's easy to get that in there, actually. Varlamov, Barzell, Eberle, uh, Nelson, Bolivier, and you can you know spend down on a guy like uh, Gord, Sorelli, or Tyler Johnson, if you want. He's sitting there at 2K. I noticed he got a little bit more ice time. He didn't do a whole lot with it, but he's another guy that could benefit here from Kucherov being out. You could see him maybe get some more power play time, a little bit more ice time as well. He's $2,000. So have some fun with it. If you are playing the one lineup, you got to be a little bit different. You're playing three. I'd go two, a heavy Tampa, and then mix in a little bit of an Islanders lineup there. I see uh, a 3-2 final here from Tampa Bay. I think they get it done in overtime, and I think it's Steven Stamkos. Enjoy the hockey. Uh, I hope that we're back here for the Stanley Cup finals. I believe that we will be doing some solo shows, and I think we'll have a Stanley Cup preview here. i got to talk to Mr. Pat Mayo about that as well. So if not, it's been a pleasure, an awesome ride. I appreciate all the feedback. It's been uh, it's been amazing to work with Mayo here, Matty Best, uh, Sean McCormick running the shows here for me this year, and, of course, Cam Stewart. And, um, you know, um, it's just been a pleasure. It just uh, – speechless, really. Enjoy the hockey. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>